0: going on, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Hollywood Already Did It, your weekly movie podcast for movies that have been rebooted, remade, sequelized, adapted, or otherwise unoriginal and uninspired, and exploring whether or not we need to keep retreading these ideas. As always, I am your host, Blake Schultz, and with me today is Terrence Tatum. Hello, everyone. And we're going to talk about the fifth, sixth? Sure. The the DC movie that came out (laughs) this weekend. Uh, Shazam, a movie that might be in the shared universe and it might not because they don't know what they're doing or where they're going <laughs> yes. and yeah. have just backtracked and undone and redone Red con, while still con like but my first point about this movie is it's so clearly in the dceu it's weird that to pretend that
1: yeah. it isn't
0: is to assume your audience is dumb
1: correct it is i, I think this movie and aquaman to a lesser extent got stuck in that weird limbo where the scripts were written, and they're like, yes, we're all connected. And then while they were in the middle of production, like, never mind all that. And they're like, well, we've gone too far. <laughs> we, we, but we're here. <laughs> yeah,
0: they pretty much got to a party that had been canceled, and the Facebook notification didn't go Correct. out until they were on the way. They've arrived, yeah. they brought their six-pack, and there's just no one there. Like, no one knows? So we might as well try to have a party. Yeah. Which never are the good ones to go to. No kids <laughs> uh so what did you think of Shazam
1: um as as the resident hater of all things dceu i feel like so far um this one i actually dug it's i don't think dc has done anything great wonder woman might be the closest but that third act is so bad this one falls somewhere right after wonder woman for me like i enjoyed it i probably never will see it again i'll probably and i would tell people to go see it um, but I don't think this is something that I need to technically watch again. But while sitting there in the seat, uh, I enjoyed my time. And overall, I had a pretty good... While having issues, I had a pretty good time. with kind of, This and Aquaman, I feel the same way. Like, I both walked out. I was like, huh, that was cool. I'll never watch these again, but that was cool.
0: Yeah, I think I'm somewhere a little bit lower than that. Because I think this movie, to me, had so many ideas in it that were interesting that we didn't do anything with. It kept kind of positing a full rich world. Right. And when you compare it to the actual character of Shazam and the adaptation of who he is, especially in the uh, new 52 Jeff Johns story that this movie's, taking almost everything 80, from eighty of it except for Black Adam, Adam right. which is, I don't know, kind of like making a Batman story
1: about the Joker and making it more about Bob the Goon. <laughs> and yeah, I keep sitting there like, this is only done because of the Dwayne Johnson situation. Which is very
0: frustrating, because yeah. I have to go, if you're really going to sit on Black Adam until you want to make a rock-led superhero movie, don't make Shazam. Right. And if you want to make a Shazam movie based off of Jeff Johns, awesome run the only real run in the in the uh, new 52 because for those who don't know it was all back issues in the justice league comics when the new 52 launched because they didn't really trust the property this isn't
1: going to work right
0: <laughs> which is weird because when you give something to Jeff Johns who made green lantern incredible Insane. and made the flash incredible right. you'd think you would give him the keys to the kingdom, correct, especially to the Shazam kingdom, which has a incredibly rich history at DC and before even that, they're just not really doing anything with. Yeah. And now even they're trying to do another series that had its first issue put out in like December and just <laughs> haven't gone, gone back yeah, to.
1: They just ignored
0: for a million other reasons. But I really felt that this movie got. Billy Batson, correct. Okay. In a lot of ways. The, the child, Billy Batson. And got aspects of Shazam correctly, mm-hmm. but it felt like they directed Zachary Levi and the kid playing Billy to do
1: almost two so different things. different films, yeah.
0: And there's not really any consequence to that. Like they, in the new 52s, Batman and Batman, Captain Marvel, they feel similar enough that when he grows up he almost just has this edge to him and now I can do the things I yeah. want where Zachary Levi gets the powers and it is just all of a sudden like
1: a, a clown? zany cartoon like the mask yeah which would be an interesting choice
0: but then when he reverts back to Billy he's he, right back to he's me. right back to who he was before so there's not really any merging of it I also really Correct. could not stand this villain they made such a one dimensional villain to me with such a interesting beginning. Like they kind of take away uh, this resurrection of black Adam and instead do this whole, well, you were chosen to be worthy Dr. Savannah, but you're not go away.
1: Which is an interesting theme to go off or start off of, but it, doesn't yeah, really
0: and to deal with a kid who is, when we see him being told he's not good enough for his family by his dad, and then to be told, hey, you might be good enough for this thing, but you're not, yeah. is an interesting motive to explore, and they kind of do um, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man 1 problem, where they've created a villain with one singular motive. Green Goblin just wants to kill the board of, of Oscorp. Right. Dr. Savannah just wants to get his brother and his dad and show him that he's strong enough. Yeah. Then he kills them. gruesomely. And it should be over. Correct. This move—that—that's that, it. And then, as if it's a Disney "Mirror, Mirror on the Wall" situation, Please. he announces that he's the most powerful being in all the land. And, and then, one of his sins is like, not "Nah, so fast," which I just hated. Okay. Like he just all of a sudden had this really interesting, rich backstory and this almost Thor Loki concept of being worthy and what does being worthy mean and he finds out a child gets it and he doesn't understand why why that child but we as the audience never get it either and it even almost harkens back to the first captain america where the whole time red skull is like well, why what made you so special Correct. why you and we have a scene with the doctor of well you know bad gets worse good gets better yeah and you know, Cap just tosses it off. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. But that that in and of itself has enough subtext to go. You thought you were better the than everybody. Ever. I am just a kid from Brooklyn, and that n- alone shows you who's better in that story. There's never
1: a moment when they have a a talking as to. Savannah never goes up to Shazam and kind of is like, OK, why well, I chose you. He just knows that you're a kid. I like, how old are you? Cool. You're that old. Why I chose you? And he says it while he's saying it, he's already punching him. So there's no real actual way for Shazam to respond back. And later on towards the end, Shazam does kind of say, like you don't have to be like this. I know you're doing this, but it doesn't feel earned because at some point there needs to be a conversation where, oh, crap, you were a kid who tried to get this power it didn't work out for you, and you've been angry your entire life since this. So that, that would be something that needs to be kind of fleshed out more. And Unfortunately, like you said, he becomes so bent on power that, for, as a film, you there's nowhere to grow with all your thing is anger.
0: And I don't think Billy ever figures out why he's worthy. No. There's never even really a moment for him to learn have a, why he got those abilities. He I, just kind of has them. So to even have this prolific question in the middle of your movie about worthiness and what makes you worthy and what makes you a good person because we know what the wizard's looking for. Correct. He's looking for pure good. Perfect good, yeah. Perfect. Perfect good, which is something that we all know doesn't exist. Yeah. Which in the Jeff Johns comic
1: is the first thing Billy Batson says to the wizard. Correct. And he sort of says it here. The only issue that I have with the way that it's done here is that it feels like because... Savannah's already kind of been going off and he's attacked the wizard that by the time Billy Baskin comes the wizard is more so giving him the power of Shazam Because he's run out of time. There's no other options more so than he's actually truly the one that deserves it
0: And that's also, you know back to the Jeff Johns book is Mm -hmm. black Adam breaks out And we don't have a black Adam here, but the sins have broken out. We could have just used that narrative So he is out of time, right? And he is out of patience and he's out of steam and he's out of power But when Billy posits to him, oh, it's not about being perfect, the wizard changes his mind. Is it about the potential? Well, let's see. And then we see these moments where Billy is showing he's a good person despite him also being a teenager. And he goes, oh, well, you do have the spark in the ember. Follow that thread. There's a much immediately a bigger reason in the inciting incident of that story as to why it's Billy and almost why it could have been anyone. That yeah. There, There is almost a semblance of, I'm out of time.
1: Which We're, would have made Vodavana not getting the power stronger, because you'd be like, it could have been anyone, but why not me? But that, right. that, that never, we don't get that.
0: Well, answer. and if we had used, and I'll get way more into the deadly sins later, but if we had <laughs> used any of them effectively, because also, bad move. To figure out if they're worthy or not. Putting the thing that releases the demons in front of you. Right next to it. Yeah. Not a good plan. Yeah, right next to Bad it. Bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> that would be like, I don't know, if I had a nuclear bomb code and was yeah. like, hey, I'm going to give you this. But but over there's a keypad. And if you <laughs> don't nuke anyone, I'll let you be president. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're going to nuke everyone? Ooh, well, that damn. didn't. That backfired. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I thought the villain was very bland. And that almost kind of how I feel about a lot of the other characters besides Billy and his friend and Freddie. Freddie. We meet all these orphans, mm-hmm. these foster children. Yeah. The Rainbow
1: Coalition of Orphans.
0: Yeah, and we're diverse. <laughs> right.
1: Get a little uh, multicultural yeah. Cheerio box. <laughs>
0: And they all have like one shtick. And I get when you're introducing people in almost like a Seven Samurai way, you have to kind of do that. But I'll use Seven Samurai as my example for why this is a failure. And it's a dumb thing to be like a Kurosawa film to DC. (laughs) But it's not. (laughs) But um, Every character in that movie walks in and does the same problem differently. And you see how they think, how they work, how they operate, and who they are. We're introduced to these foster children... And we see one thing about him video games, going to college, he's quiet, and we're just, she, can't, and keep she a can't keep a secret. Yeah. And then that's just all we do for the rest of it. And we she's nev- a hugger. And she, yeah, she's a hugger. Yeah. And we never really grow any of these characters beyond that.
1: Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest issues this film has for me. I have two major issues. But one, this movie tries to be an origin story for two people but essentially two people spoiler another group of people and you're like you can't do all of this at one time you gotta pick one pick your battle like you can't do them all my other big thing is while I never actually spent a time looking at my watch I sat there as a film goer like there are pieces of this film that could just be completely edited down. Like five minutes here, five minutes here. You, This movie should not be two hours and 12 minutes. Hour and 45, hour and 50 max is what we should be running out of here with. That whole opening sequence with Savannah, cut five minutes off of that. Like I don't need the whole yeah. thing. Especially since it doesn't even matter when you get back to the thing. Because he just winds up taking his dad and his brother Immediately. off the like it, that Immediately. It's irrelevant. And then every time, all of his training sequences, you can cut five minutes off of that. That final battle that happens at the end cut five to ten minutes off of that because that goes on way too long and i'm just like all right there are points of this where this movie for me where i would have been put it a little bit higher as if you could cut 20 minutes off of it And be like okay this is a tighter edit well, than what we have on screen
0: in everything you could have cut you could have either added characters that the comic ignores or you could have expanded on these characters. And I think one of the biggest problems and differences between the run this is based off of and the movie we got is that this movie goes for the jokes way more than that book does.
1: And goes for them first. As opposed yeah. to doing the stories like, well, if I don't have a story beat to get out of here, I will make you haha.
0: Where in, yeah, in the book we have moments with Tawny the Tiger. We have this kind of through line of family isn't what you have, it's what you make. Yeah. And even then, to your point, of her rushing to get to the Shazam family, the book b- d- kind of gets there just as fast. But instead, you know, when he's in a corner and Black Adam is going, give me your power, we're tethered. He explains the magic as we're right. tethered by this. Right. We're as close as family because of this thing between us. So think of your family and switch the power over. And he goes, oh, my family gets mm-hmm. it? And then it's they get it. Out to them. Which... Makes a lot more sense in the story. Yeah. It allows Billy more time to grow with this family, which I felt like the movie didn't do. His switch to screw all these guys' middle fingers up and we're the closest family and we're rock stars, to me,
1: was such a quick switch. I think it's an editing issue because I do like one of my favorite... I love all the stuff with Billy. Billy as a character... The, if there's a movie of just Billy Batson and going through his stuff, I would actually love that way more than some of the stuff that Shazam Absolutely. Happens. And don't get me wrong, as a person who doesn't like Zachary Levi outside of this movie i do think he does a good job i just think they're doing two completely different movies and there's a whole third tone of this movie which i'll get to in a little bit but i think the sequence of when he talks to his mom And his real life mom. And she's like, well, I saw you. I just didn't want you. And I just left. I think it hits so hard. And that's supposed to be the point that kind of turns him around. But when he goes back home, he he doesn't go back home as Billy. He's automatically in Shazam mode and he's fighting. So I think that's the beat that gets lost because he needs a recollection at that point.
0: Yeah. So this is to me where that moment kind of falls apart. And I have two weird examples for it. But I've been thinking a lot about Adam McKay's movies lately. And that's why I have them. there's no so one my first thing with the mom is this movie takes place in 2018 for all yeah, 2019 we'll go with that. for all I mean that's what they kind of do if it's in
1: the world of the rest of the DCEU yes that's pretty
0: Yeah accurate. they don't put a time stamp on it they just kind of let you think it's today right the carnival incident uh, we're to assume is 5 6 years before that
1: 10 at the most. Probably 10, because it looks like he's about four as a a kid. Yeah, yeah, we'll say 10 years.
0: Yeah, 10, 11. So it would have been what? 2003, four. Everybody has a cell phone. And I, in that theater, Terrence, Mm -hmm. I thought... It was just bad <laughs> directing. Because I'm watching this scene unfold. I'm like, well, he's found the cops. Yeah. He's done everything you need to do. Correct. I was at the MS Walk today in Pasadena. And at the tail end of it, they like, got on a loudspeaker and were like, there's a lost child. And if you're this child, find an adult and come here. And I was like, see, we, as terrifying as losing a child is, we have
1: systems in place. There would be an immediate Amber Alert where everybody who's right. that is not would have broken off and be like, yo, yep. this is a child here. This is yours. Right. It would he's been-
0: also already with the police. Right. Like, he did it. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, well, clearly... The mom just doesn't want him because like he's found. This isn't a kidnapping. This isn't this. And then I went, no, that can't be the twist of the movie. (laughs) This is just bad directing. (laughs) This is just my, like, Dumbo's tent is full of people and it's supposed to be empty. This is just lazy directing. And then that happened. Mm -hmm. And the reason I brought up Adam McKay movies is because, you know, he has a point of going, well, all of my movies are comedies, but I always show the star a different film. I go, you know, Will, Will Ferrell, this is what the movie really is. Right. This is about your fall. But you can't tell the other actors. They have to think it's just a comedy. Got it. But you know what it is. Right. And that's why things like Anchorman, Talladega Nights, when they fall, they fall. Right. And we spend five We were in it for a while. So then when he comes back in Anchorman, he falls because his own like biases about women yeah. and the news and time's changing and Correct. he can't accept it. And he's down and out. And when he comes around to it, it's very believable that this character has learned and grown and changed. Yeah. And in this movie, There's he meets it. his mom and his mom's like, Hey, spoilers. Didn't want you. Didn't want you. Abandoned you as a kid. I'm, I'm out. And then he just goes back to his Shazam. family. Yeah, Shazam, Shazam family. <laughs> These are my best friends and my brothers. Who needs a mom? Yeah. There's no. He doesn't like go off on his he own. He needs for a moment bit.
1: to sit in the fact that his mom just said, I don't want you. Yeah, that's a huge yeah, thing. Right. That's like a, a, a giant. That could be the entire it could movie be. yeah.
0: because you just juxtapose that with this villain you, you have a who's guy, told
1: he's not good enough you, right. and you find out neither is Billy. You have a kid who has spent. The majority of his life running away from homes that wanted him to find the woman who he thinks wants him, and then all of a sudden, he's like, Now you're trash to me, I don't want you. And that's that's a huge thing. You've spent 10 years of your life yeah. searching for a woman who's like, ah, uh, never mind. And that's a great moment and it's well
0: acted it is. and it's well both, shot. Both actors. And it, when yes. he gives her the compass and she's like, what is this? It breaks your heart. It does. It's a shame that it's surrounded by it him. right
1: back to being Shazam. C- right. It's like a completely different movie. Zachary, my- The tones of this film, and it doesn't quite bother me that much because I am an 80s kid and I grew up in the era of like Ghostbusters and like Labyrinth where you do comedy, a kid's movie where you do comedy with horror. But there are three different things happening here. This movie goes from comedy to like instant family style drama to... Some of the most violent scenes. I get the director is from that world, but dude pull back just a bit. (laughs) There were
0: some of those violent scenes in this movie (laughs) than in any other DC film. And Batman versus Superman was a movie where they were like, what if Batman murdered everyone? like, (laughs) It's crazy. Like we just watched Aquaman literally have the trench and be a horror film. And this was the movie where I had moments of
1: like, well, the woman next to me, there was a moment um, in the boardroom sequence when I think they're like uh, slapping the glass and like clinging for life, the woman next to me straight up jumped. Like She had a moment of like, oh, what the hell? And I was like, yeah, no, this this is a lot. And for this to be a family film, a kids film, some of that stuff is a little too much. <laughs> like, yeah. heads are being bitten off. <laughs> right. It, that scene in the bus where they fell
0: and they yeah. cracked their head on the glass and it sits on it yeah. for so long. The yeah. only thing
1: that I can think of is this may have been done purposely to say that this we're looking at this film from a kid's world and it has some realistic stuff. So they're saying that whenever Black Adam is introduced, Black Adam can still be as violent as dark because eventually these two worlds are going to have to collide. That's the only reason that sort of makes some type of a sense. Otherwise, you're like, this is way too deep and dark for <laughs> this comic film, whatever Zachary Levi is doing right now. Yeah, there was a lot of just... And the, and the pendulum swings. It's It happens in the same scene sometimes where it's just like, you went from horror to like, now you're cracking a joke. I... I'm confused.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I think if they, it wasn't even that they didn't like blend those tones, it's that they're just very independent of each other, where even a Ghostbusters. Uh, like most Tim Burton movies, even like the original Batman. I was going to say the
1: Pee Wee Hermans is what I kind of went back to. Yeah,
0: yeah, it blends those, but it weaves them in and out at the same time right. that the horror beats have a joke in them. Correct. Where this is just a horror scene <laughs> and then an SNL opening <laughs> and then another horror scene and then a drama yeah. scene. And they're just stitched together with I like A guy wearing nothing. a red costume. Yeah, and yeah. I really... Even just felt like the choices they made for Shazam to do, to go off and try to be this like YouTube celebrity, getting coins on the street, which is an idea that I like a lot. Mm -hmm. We spent so much time on it, though, that there really weren't any big consequences of it to me. There was no like Bulk and Skull didn't come back to beat (laughs) up the kid again. Um, <laughs> I love
1: that's what you're calling them because that's what they are.
0: Yeah, they're terrible. <laughs> they're so dumb. I can't stand these bullies. I'll get on them. That'll be next. And then I'll do the sins and then we'll do more of the adaptation and then we'll do the box office and we'll see where we're at in time. But I, for now, it's the YouTuber thing, which I
1: also loved. It's yeah. like, oh, they're going to be YouTube stars. Right. That's so cool and fun and inventive. Nothing. Yeah, they show up. They do a cutscene of the YouTube stuff being uploaded and how like their subscribers are being going up, going up, going up. But then it kind of just... Ends and you're like all right i guess that's how the world begins to know him and that's all they kind of use that as is a, a way for like oh I, i'm now aware of this character but it doesn't become a monetary factor like i
0: mean I they could know. have used that to bridge the ending with superman
1: yeah others like i saw your videos yeah
0: like you could have done but no we do nothing yeah so then we have these bullies <laughs> We have these one-dimensional brothers and sisters who all have like one beat and one shtick, and I'm the one who says video game jokes, and I'm the one who's going to college, and I'm the one who can't stop talking. I'm
1: going to miss my family, I guess, because I don't know how you interact with them. Yeah, no, you
0: won't. Yeah. (laughs) Too many people almost getting hit or hit by cars. (laughs) Yeah. These bullies are introduced by popping a curb deliberately to smack a crippled child with their car. Yes. And I've seen some pretty extreme bullying in my day. My high school, Glenbrook South, was sister schools to Glenbrook North. And the big thing that happened in 2002, I think, was the, uh, well, there was the powder puff incident. But the one I'm specifically talking about that made international news was the hazing incident of the female lacrosse team where they took the freshmens uh, out yes. and they beat them with fish guts Correct. and poured guts all over them yep. and made them eat them. And it was such a big deal. That it changed everything on the North Shore. Yeah. So I've seen some shit. (laughs) That being said, I've never seen a kid get run down intentionally who would be dead getting hit by that RAV4. Being
1: as frail as he was.
0: Yeah. Dead or more crippled. And to have a complete absence
1: of consequences or adults
0: or parents.
1: Yeah, you're out of school. Even if... Even if no kids help you, there should be another teacher to be like, hold on. And since we're in Hogwarts High School, where people are in kindergarten until they're 18 here. All go to the same school. Yeah,
0: these kids are probably 18 and could just be arrested. Yeah. But unlike A Christmas Story or Spider-Man or almost anything else where there's a bullying and a fight scene, there's no parents finding out. Even in the comic this is based off of where the bullies are so much better, and I'll talk about why in a second. There's they don't get home. How was school today? We're such a close family. They don't tell the parents,
1: right? None of the, we don't none tell of the anybody. siblings tell the parents that. And I would imagine that Freddie would be in some type of a pain. Oh, yes. <laughs> like. <laughs> well, he, well, next time we see him, he's just washing dishes like nothing happened.
0: Yeah, and these bullies continue to be so over the top. Yeah. And whenever we see them, they're just caricatures. So we, so we start them off as violent assaulters. And then when we see them on the Ferris wheel, they're like just spitting over the edge and they're like, they're
1: bulk and skull from the power Rangers down
0: where in the, in the comic they're used more and they're used this way here. So I'm not saying that it isn't, but it's used much more effectively in the, in the comic. It is Billy's leaving, you know, middle fingers up to the family. Mm -hmm. The Briar twins roll in, start making fun of, of all the kids. Yeah. It's not just one, it's everyone. Billy comes in, punches him. I don't like bullies. The dad of their family gets Billy in trouble, and you find out that he's like the bankroller for the school. He's the rich guy, everyone gets away with everything. Mm. So then Billy stands up to him, and they almost do the Captain America thing. I don't like bullies. And he goes up to the dad he's like, you better get away from my family. And the dad turns around and he's like, I'll buy your family's house and make them homeless if you fuck around with me. Got it. And that is then used to motivate the seven deadly sins in the comic. He becomes the avatar of, like, sin in the world. So they connect all these story beats much more effectively And use them thematically where the bullies in this instance are really just used once to go, see, Billy's a good guy. Yeah. And then we go away. But they never violently attack a kid with a car. They just do like normal bullying stuff. Normal bullying
1: stuff. This is like attempted homicide.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And then they park there like that every day. So like there should at least be like tickets on the car or just have a throwaway line. Oh, you know, the parking tickets don't matter. My dad just pays them all off. It's like, I have a private spot. I feel like that scene
1: wouldn't like, it's weird because Billy was walking away until he mentioned the line about the mother. And I feel like if he didn't say you don't have a mother, Billy would just walk away. Like, well, cool. Keep beating my brother. I don't care.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Like there's not really a moment where Billy's like, I like to stand up to people. Yeah, You can't do that to people. They say the mom thing, which just ticks him off because of his own personal stuff. Right. And then he jumps into action. Yeah, it's which not, would, he's not
1: doing it because he actually cares about Freddy. He's just doing it because you mentioned moms, like, oh, uh, that's my trigger word. I'm going to now bust you upside your head. Yeah. <laughs> it isn't a very effective way to show you that he's a good person. Right. So that's why the whole them getting getting called up to the bus at that point just didn't quite work for me. Because I was like, there's still nothing about him that has shown that he's a good person yet. Right. That was more of a circumstance like, well, I, I guess well, I, I don't. I don't want this guy to die. So. <laughs> and
0: again, you buy that in the book because the wizard is is told by Billy. Why are you looking for a perfect person? Right. They don't exist. So then all of this kind of like, well, why is he there? Works more. Where in this movie, you're just meant to assume that Billy is perfect. Correct.
1: I, I will say another thing that not a, I started thinking about it a little bit more. Um, I do like the drama stuff on this and i like when when uh, Shazam and Freddy are talking when the action beats happen in this movie they happen for a long they go on for a long time but they're really there's nothing memorable about them they're all kind of just like punch punch power punch power yeah. punch and it's it sucks because one they go on for too long but two when i look at this film when I look at most, the great, the top tier comic book movies, there's always an action sequence I'm like, oh, I'll go back to that, or like Cap's elevator sequence, or like Guardians doing this. Like, there's nothing here that I'm like, I guess that's a good scene? DC action really sequence? hasn't
0: figured out in their expanded universe how to do gods fighting gods. Because it has the Man of Steel problem of just like, oh, we're getting thrown everywhere. And that's why my brain checks out
1: Man of Steel, yeah.
0: And yeah, and even like the third act of Wonder Woman, they're just so big where you look at like Marvel's Captain Marvel and she's doing different things and the powers are being used in different and inventive ways and it's more of a duel at the end. Or you even go as far back as the 77 Superman, it's like, well, he uses his powers in inventive and different, unique ways that don't just make it punch punch right yeah oh man is that that's not all of it but i mean there were the bullies everybody just is very one-dimensional and i think that also really deflates any ability to have a bigger theme or semblance of anything or even like build out your lore more there isn't really a connective tissue of how magic works or why it's there or why this is even important you're just sort of told, like, the first dude who
1: did this who's obviously Black it's, Adam. And it looks like, the silhouette looks like The Rock.
0: Right. Yeah. Are releasing the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. And I, I immediately was like, well, this is interesting, because what does that mean? Yeah. Is Black Adam the reason we as humanity have, have original sin? Right. And is this now the next? No. They're just these, like, knockoff gargoyles that Keith David even couldn't make exciting if it was a is Disney remake. Like, Can you
1: voice these? No, I'm not doing that. Yeah.
0: Like... <laughs> And they don't do anything sin related to them. There is not really... There's nothing
1: that differentiates the, each one of them from the other.
0: No, they're not pulled in any direction right. of like, well, pride is here and gluttony is here. You can say here. that gluttony is
1: physically larger. Like That's the fat.
0: only one right. that has any distinguishable right. qualities to even make you go, that one's gluttony. Right. The rest of them just exist. exist. Yeah. And then like the climax is he pulls envy out, and I was like, well, this is another really good opportunity to make this about something he's envious of the powers this is why he's not worthy Mm -hmm. Billy Batson may not be perfect but maybe he's free of sin maybe because he's so apathetic and snarky he doesn't care about lust greed envy pride sloth he just is apathetic correct maybe the wizard messed up and it wasn't about finding a perfect person it was about apathy yeah that would be an awesome character thing of like oh I got these powers because I just don't care i just I, you're so hung up on your dad and power and i just whatever man like
1: were you in a full theater yeah uh did your audience at all react when the marvel family showed up like when all the kids turned to shazam some people first? did mine was silent oh that's not good yeah and i was sitting there like oh that's that's supposed to be a reaction moment and i think because what we talked about we don't know any of them. So for them to turn into that, you're like, you. if you're going to respond, you're only responding because the who the actors are in real life and who they, like, you're like, oh, there's Megan Good, which, by the way, I was happy to see. But it was like you're you, you you're responding to the actors who are playing them, not that they now are getting power.
0: That was more what it was. Yeah. It was like, oh, Brody, yeah, and Good. Got Brody, yeah. and, uh, but even that change, to kind of finish my point on Envy, it's just the last demon. It isn't. It has nothing to do with Dr. Savannah. It has nothing to do with that moment. Yeah. You could have replaced Envy with any other sin and him just trying to bait him out.
1: I mean, you could have even played the fact that Envy stuck with him and was always staying with him because he himself was envious of Shazam. Yeah, like, that you could have done yeah.
0: a lot of things. Yeah. So they also kept saying, well, you know, the sins don't care about you. They're using you. Right. To what end? Correct. To what end? He doesn't seem to care when they all abandon him. He seems in complete control of them the whole time. There is never a moment where they all leave him to, you know, like in the book, they find somebody who's the epitome of all of them. Right, and and that that becomes becomes their their person. Your act three giant hellboy character. That doesn't exist in this. No. So there isn't even really a conclusion to them being like, they don't care about you. They just don't care about you. Yeah. And yeah, then when the Shazam family shows up... To me, I did. They were still one dimensional, but they also didn't really get into why this matters. Because as soon as, to me, you have seven people with the power of all the old gods, why do I even need the Flash in this universe? This was the big failing of the Justice League. Correct. The Justice League failed to show me why Wonder each, Woman, Superman, and Aquaman are needed. Need because they're
1: all different than the other, and they need they need to have them for like Batman's the brains. Other than uh, the. The little girl the hugger having speed you don't get the that each of these people have a different like a strong like main ability
0: yeah and apparently that's there
1: but yes it's that's so correct poorly shown it's all right. i say it's in the movie and that's correct because i know the comics also have her having speed but it's you almost just have to see it happening and then you get a little bit more of it when they do the little uh notepad stuff at the end like when she's running with the flash like ah that's right she's clearly the speedster and if you pay attention to when he's assigning Shazam all the powers, he's naming off, you're getting the speed of this, you're getting this the strength of Hercules. Right. That's kind of what the family, when they're split out, is supposed to have, but none of that is clear.
0: They also didn't really explain that when he does that, they're all a little bit weaker. That they're was, sharing one power source. I was going to say the other
1: thing is Shazam himself, uh, Zachary Levi, should be weaker than than he was before because he's now split out like all of the speed is now with her so he should just be slightly elevated but we get none of that
0: and those are kind of the things
1: that make the character not relatable. Just a god because where I always check the reason why I didn't get into this comic why I'm not that big a fan of Superman why Incredible Hulk don't work because they're so OP that it's very hard for me to get behind them because I'm like well I know you're gonna be, you're gonna be fine and that's the one moment you have to weaken Captain Marvel and you're like Nope, (laughs) we're going to stick with what we're doing. And I will say the reasons I love Captain Marvel are in this movie.
0: They do a lot of good, because now I've done all the bad, which (laughs) is just so much. (laughs) (laughs) But what they did do really well was... A, Billy Batson's character. I like a character that you think isn't great but does do the right thing. I like a reluctant good person. 100%. Or someone who kind of sees the difference. It's something Kevin Smith does really well in his movies. Yeah. Where you always think the problematic character like Randall Mm -hmm. or uh, what's his name in Chasing Amy. Yes. Are the ones who are bad. And then at your climax, like, well, actually, Ben Affleck doesn't even care about this woman. And the guy who's been making fun of her the whole time is the only one who goes, nah, man, like. She's her own person. She doesn't need to be with you if she doesn't want to. And you're like, well, there's your good person. Yeah. You're doing the Clerks 2 climax But Randall's like, this is what I wanted, man. I Mm -hmm. wanted you and me working together. You think I care about these tech billionaires? You're the one hung up on all the stuff that didn't happen. Right. And you're like, oh, well, that's very inventive (laughs) and good. Uh, But they do a lot of fun, like, if you're a kid and you have the powers, what do you do? And they did a good mix of the bad stuff you would do. The fun stuff you would do, yeah. and the good stuff when he beats his first bad guy and smacks him away way too hard, yeah. and I liked that because there is also a fun juxtaposition of like, well, I did a good thing, I probably shouldn't take money, but you're offering it to me, correct? And they kind of miss that moment too. In the book, it is like, well, can I do anything for you? And he's like, oh, I could use twenty bucks. And okay. in this, she gets scared of him and
1: just gives and him gives like, him the money. Got it. And Looking the way he does, that would be her reaction.
0: And again, there is no him being like, oh, well, you know, we got to work on this because we don't want the people that I'm to saving to of. think I'm the villain. Right. They're, they're, he just goes on with his day. Yeah. But, you know, the scenes in the convenience store. I love, I
1: love them drinking beer and then all of a sudden, like, that's it. not what we want. And go back to what a kid would want. I was like, oh, that that's cute. I like that.
0: Yeah, those beats all come out really strong. I thought his performance was great. I thought Billy's performance was great. Yeah. Freddie's performance was really good. There were moments with Freddie where it was a little too Fanboy-ish.
1: When you first meet Freddy, it's a lot. And I was like, this needs to cut down. And then it happens a little bit when during his training processes, but it's fine. There also to
0: me was a really big missed opportunity when Shazam loses his Superman bullet. Yeah. Which should infuriate him. Correct. And then he gets all the Shazam bullets, but there was never a moment where he's like, I don't need the Superman one anymore. I have like 20 Shazam bullets. That would have been a good, a good like, point. You're
1: good now. Yeah. It's funny because it's weird my brain, because he didn't react when the bullet went into the grade, I was like, oh, maybe that was just a fake, you know? Because I was like, maybe he just didn't care about it that much because it wasn't a real real one. Yeah. Because otherwise, you're right. If I lost Superman's bullet, I would be... He
0: calls it his most prized <laughs> right. possession. <laughs> right.
1: And tells Billy the exact dollar worth
0: <laughs> and has a certificate of authenticity. Yeah. I've had glasses from Comic-Con break that I still think about <laughs> from 2012 that broke because I put it on an overcrowded dish rack. Exactly. You're telling me he loses a six and, and I'm the, a 30-year-old man, <laughs> Terence. That,
1: You're telling
0: me that a child who yeah. loses a $600 bullet from Superman? Exactly. Have you ever called a fly ball at a baseball game and had it
1: signed. Oh, just, you keep that forever. Oh, I just thought about the perfect way to fix that. At the end, when he comes in, instead of coming in with the tray, he just comes in with another bullet. Yeah, just gives him the bullet back. Oh, that would have been, that that, been great. That would have been great. Instead of this Ichabod Crane Superman. <laughs> oh,
0: God, I hate... And now you. I'm led to believe that now in the uh, the span of a week, a day, that Billy has gone so far as to find Superman. Yeah befriend Superman. That he will come and do this And it'd be like, will you come to lunch with me because my friend's being bullied? And I'll buy... And I'll say that Superman's normal disposition is, yeah, fine, I'll do that for you. For you. I 100% buy yeah. that Superman would do it. Yeah, I don't know that I buy that Zack Snyder's Superman's I was gonna it. Say,
1: Exactly. I was like, the problem is, I don't know if Henry Cavill's Superman would do that. Right?
0: Well, he I, wouldn't. Yeah. We know that because he's not in the <laughs> he's movie. He's not in there. But
1: <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if that disposition of Superman would do it. Like, our Chris Reeve, he would 100% do it. Yeah. But this one, you're right. Oh, uh,
0: And if you're 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 not going to have... I've talked about this with so many people, but it's the costume and it's there and it's cool. There's so many ways to make Superman without his head awesome. I will watch an IMAX screen of somebody in a coat and a white shirt ripping open and seeing the S for an hour. Yeah. To just have him fully walk in and not Mm. just like walk in as a tease and have the S... We just have to the the then watch him sit of the
1: Man of Steel version
0: of Superman costume. It makes your shot bad. Yeah, it does. I think even if I was a child I would have walked in and been like, "Mom, what was up with that?" <laughs> like that was so I was so off putting. Like, why was I, I just mean. looking
1: at Superman's cot piece? I don't understand. Yeah, and you
0: don't need it in there. <laughs> no. You could have you could have just had a fly. You could have done it the way Supergirl gets around flyby, it. Yeah. yeah, like had a Oh, there he goes. Yeah. Or just something. Exa- yeah. He's anything, like, have him come in with like a Batman Batarang, another Superman or bullet, something speed, from speed
1: like a speed, like a flash, a blue flash. I mean, a red flash that flies through, and you like, you see a bullet just show up on the ground, and be like, Oh, that was. It's my boy Clark. <laughs> it's my friend. Yeah. just did that.
0: Yeah, you could have done that with even like the entire Justice League and had him come in and be like, well, I made some new friends. They couldn't come, but uh, they wanted you to have all of this. Yeah. <laughs> and just have like something from Wonder Woman, yeah. something from Aquaman, Batman, Flash. Exactly. Whoever's left in this universe.
1: <laughs> all I brought you the period.
0: contracts of all of the actors expiring. This is Cyborg's entire uniform because he's not here. <laughs> yeah, no, they've actively tried not to make that movie. I don't know. I just thought as a... As an adaptation of the character, it was okay. And as an adaptation of this story, it just didn't work. And I think there was because we we go for all of these jokes instead of for story and theme and character. And that's even where the Marvel movies lose me. That's where Ragnarok loses me. Like,
1: oh, we're just going to throw everything away. I think there's a fine line, though, because, I mean, Guardians does comedy, but they do it a a lot better. I'm glad you brought up
0: Guardians, because that's another movie about family. Mm -hmm. And they go so far out of their way in Guardians 2 to have this bad dad, but this good dad. And... Oh, they came, even yeah. though he did all these bad things and stole batteries he didn't need. And right. you see the connection of Nebula and Gamora, and none of that's in this movie, which is supposed to be about family, family. and not just about family, about the family you choose right. and not the one you, you get. Right. There's you know, a great juxtaposition in his family abandoning him or being dead or whatever it is in the Jeff Johns version, and Black Adam being like, we're family because we're connected. Right. And him rejecting that for these
1: these uh, foster children. Right. Which is so weird because this is a choice because other than the 52, the majority of the time, Billy Baston's family is dead. And like, and right. And, and the college girl is his twin sister. Like, normally, they're, they're together and, like, their parents right. are dead. So for you to actively make in the script, like, your mom is alive, but she doesn't want you, you need to make that payoff work a Way little bit. more.
0: Yeah. Way more. Because there aren't... For a movie about, like, the disappointment of adults is kind of the other thing this almost yeah. gets to be. It gets to be about, like, you're a kid and the people that you look up to... are supposed to be
1: there for you. ...aren't
0: there. Right. And I think everybody as they grow up has that moment of, well, my dad doesn't know everything. Correct. My teachers were wrong. Right. That, that, whatever it is, there's a moment where you're like, oh, the adults are fallible. Right. This movie doesn't really deal with that at all. No. Like, there, there isn't... I guess outside of his foster parents, but we don't really build them up enough, there is no good adult... There so is no beacon for yeah.
1: Billy to. There's no aspiration. So the foster parents are the best adults in the film, but they're so undercooked, and then, and then they just go away in the third act, third. Yeah,
0: act. they're also bad for at reasons. it, right? If you lose a child
1: on foot in your car,
0: you're bad at driving. <laughs> I get that you're not hopping the curb to hit him. Yeah, but these crazy taxi driving bullies. <laughs> Jesus, I hated that so much. Yeah. The movie, to me, would have been three times better if they had just pulled up, almost hit him, scared him, scared him. and then got out and like bullied just him. Just beat him up.
1: I was just like, ah, oh, that kid should be dead. Because it goes beyond bullying. You're then, like, you're, like I said, vehicular manslaughter is what you're trying and to do.
0: And like I him. get it. There's plenty of bullies that go beyond bullying. There are. But this
1: was like... But I think if you're... if you're, tr- they're Do they run the school? Rest. Because there's
0: witnesses. Correct. Right. So like they're
1: treating them like they are after-school special bullies. It's
0: almost as if their dad is donating money to the college or high <laughs> school or wherever
1: we are and is
0: also an incredibly powerful figure That's, in the movie. That sounds like something from a comic book. That like. sounds like something that should be in the film to justify <laughs> these awful children.
1: Um, but while it seems like I mean, I liked it more than you did, uh, but it seems like we're alone. And, 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 90s across the board. Yeah. Everyone's loving Cinema this movie. With am an A, uh, 90, 91 fan, uh, made fifty six eight 56.8 here in the States. Uh, for a total of 125.8 all around the world. The lowest DCEU opening. Correct. And I'm not saying this is
0: the end of times. I just think it's worth noting it that is. we just crossed a billion dollars with Aquaman. And this movie's marketing machine is everywhere.
1: Bigger, I would say. They threw more money at this. I think Aquaman also, kind. Of, you can get a built-in audience just of women just to look at. Momoa. You're not We don't really want to go it. look at Zachary Levi no. even though he's underage? Women don't want to look at Zachary
0: Levi. Well, I don't understand. He's
1: very <laughs> muscular. I don't know what women want. <laughs> Momoa, I, I, I've had a, you can have a very reaction, like before Aquaman came out, like, oh, I'm like, i want to see Aquaman. And both guys like, nah, whatever, I don't care because of the DC legacy that's existing. But women were like, God, yes, I want to see that. No one's doing that for Shazam. And Shazam seems like, here's the thing, the trailer seems like a very corny, undercooked comic if you aren't aware of it. And I think that's where they lose some people because I've had some friends like, I don't want to see that movie. That trailer looks bad. I was like, oh, but it looks like big. And it's like, I don't want to see that. So I think that's where like this isn't isn't getting the Batman numbers or the Superman numbers or the Wonder Woman numbers because it's not one of those. This is, I think I made the comparison to Ant-Man a little bit before we got on mic. I I would say that their own level, I don't know, however, if this is going to have legs. Because their next couple of weeks is very difficult. Well,
0: they can beat Hellboy.
1: Yeah, but I think stuff's going to start getting spread out. Like, they have Hellboy and they have... Well, then it's endgame and you're done. Right. They will have Hellboy and I think the box office is just going to start getting spread. I think this topped out as much as it's going to get. I think it's going to have a pretty significant drop. Because, like I said, unless you were going in actively to see this, you're not really thinking about this movie. Yeah. And then in two weeks, like, I mean, two to three weeks, we we know what happens. It's over. Yeah. (laughs) It's over
0: for anyone. Correct. It's a bummer because I feel like there really was a chance... To make something very unique. And I think that's why a lot of people like it, because it's almost very unique and different from other superhero stories and superhero origins. it's specifically
1: very different than anything in the DCEU. Right. And I think that's why a lot of people are gravitating to it, because for the most part outside of Aquaman, everything was really dark, gritty. Like Zack Snyder kind of put his stamp on everything, where this is the complete opposite. Like, oh, let's do colorful, fun, and just have a good time with it. Um, and I think people are more receptive to that than they are to having their comic books written, done the other way. Like, they almost don't feel like they're in the same world. Right. (laughs) Which is part of the problem, too.
0: Yeah, it was interesting, because I think Shazam as a character has a lot more to say than traditional superhero stories, just because it is a kid growing up quickly. Yeah. And I don't think this really capitalized on that. I felt like we thematically retreaded a lot of grounds that, other hero movies do, and Mm -hmm. not quite as effectively. I didn't really walk away with any thematic catharsis. It just kind of... And this was also a weird movie, because when you look at it as an adaptation, visually, except for The Sins, it's correct. It's brought to life the Shazam family and Billy
1: Batson. And they all look comic-appropriate. Dr. Savannah, The
0: Wizard, it all looks... Just like the comic, yeah. and that's very impressive because I often, as I have said before, yeah. kind of feel like everyone's a little embarrassed to make a comic book. Excuse the biggest
1: ones of that, the sins of that, who like, yeah, just,
0: we're just not gonna do it all. I mean, of that. still, we're not gonna call Hawkeye Hawkeye, correct? I'm not saying they just have a big purple H on his forehead, yeah. but I wouldn't mind if Scarlet Witch had a red tiara, yeah, uh, like, correct. And this just was so unapologetically visually, it's comic book, and that's why it's kind of a shame. That it doesn't get anything else right. Like, even in, in
1: the the New 52 run, at least, Shazam's not a goofball. Yeah, I was like going to say, like, even on that cover, he looks like a badass. And I feel like we don't get enough of the I'm a hero bat. Yeah, we don't really get any of it. No, it's and just him being a... a- It's not even the fun of being a hero. Like, one
0: of the reasons that Spider Man works when he's 16 is there's kind of this sense of like the fun of being Spider Man. Right. That even Spider Verse gets. Like, you get these moments where it's like
1: they like to be Spider Man. You have to have a moment for a comic, for a superhero film where even if he's a kid at heart, he has to be like 100% all right, look, I'm done with this. I'm done with all the BS. Let's do this. We don't get that. And a lot of that is just because we didn't go to the Marvel family and we were like, oh, well, we're less we're not paying as much attention to Shazam as we were. And we were. get
0: close on the rooftop. We and do. I think that's why that's my favorite scene, scene. But even that moment is very odd for Shazam because he's never really been witty like that yet. Right. He's never really coaxed. I guess like the cops in the beginning. But it's such a weird thing for him to, like, pull out of his tool belt. Well, that that's he, why, yeah. He suddenly has this deep understanding of the sins. Correct. And this, like, well, where's Envy? He's
1: the runt. can't okay. even come out so to So are you fight. saying that when you become Shazam, you start getting back knowledge of all of this? Or is this just, like, Billy... Because ba- Billy... Like you said before, that's the one of the biggest problems with this movie is that Billy Batson and Shazam don't feel like they're actually the same person. Like, I know... The way you film it, when he says Shazam, he turns into this, but they don't feel like they are connected, which is a big problem if you're doing this movie, because that's the whole point.
0: Yeah, he almost, (laughs) like, loses all of his uh, teen angst when he becomes Shazam and
1: is almost younger. He's almost like a 10-year-old. I was going to say, he acts younger than he actually is as Billy Batson, which is nuts.
0: (laughs) It's really weird. Like, you'd think he'd at least kind of try to be an adult like right. even like billy's 15 i was gonna say he's a teenager and even a 15 year old going into like a 7-eleven to get beer is going to be like Would one be... of your finest beers please exactly which is like a funny joke but it doesn't correlate to what we've seen no. Baston being on screen because i mean we've all we've all been children we've also
1: seen children trying to be right. adults you're going to try hard like you're not going to do that
0: yeah he <laughs> looks like a uh Somebody uh, trying to be a kid. Yeah. Where it doesn't really feel like a kid trying to be an adult.
1: It almost it's, feels more like an adult trying to like what he thinks a kid would be and do. This is definitely one of those weird things when you're doing a film like this where as a director, you need to show your other actor the dailies of the other half of you. So you can kind of get an yeah, idea. Did they even like sit at, down and I talk? Don't, I don't. It doesn't feel like that happened because they feel like they're in two completely different worlds of what that coin of that character is supposed to be. It's a shame. And yeah.
0: you, lose, oh, you just lose so much without Black Adam.
1: You do. You lose you a lot. You
0: lose so much without... And I usually am like, ah, I don't have the villain that's just one-to-one you, but they're tethered in this. Yeah. It's the same reason like Doctor Strange and Mordo work. You, They're from a specific world, and you need to see two sides of that world. Like, I, yeah. Kondok is a big part. Correct. We don't even talk about that city. No. We don't really... We don't get into even the idea of like... Black Adam isn't so much a villain he's as now, he, uh, he's
1: anti it's a weird they put they moved Black Adam to this weird Venom-esque era area where he's kind of not the villain villain
0: like even in that run there's scenes where he thinks he's like liberating correct workers on strike by yeah. killing their boss and they freak out and he doesn't understand why yeah um, they give you know Savannah has a better motivation of trying to help his family just to get magic to save them. And even this idea that like the magic, because he can see it with his eye, but it's eroding his body. And that's why he needs to get back to the Rock of Eternity. You could have just used one of the sins as your vessel for Black Adam and made Dr. Savannah have that ticking clock and have this family, which would have been much more compelling than... Why you and not me. And that could have still been there. But
1: that's an, it's a secondary thing.
0: But yeah, if there. you bake all of that together, you have a very a fleshed story. out villain than yeah. just this angry guy with the ability to summon
1: seven demons. Yeah. It, it looks like with the post credit sequence, they kind of are going with Mr. My, like the villain, the caterpillar. Yeah, great. Which is fine. But at some point, Black Adam needs to be on the board.
0: Yeah, I don't know why we're saving that for his own movie. That's yeah. a very odd choice to me. Especially, I mean, we, we talked about well, it. Well, now the rumor is he's Suicide Squad 2's villain. Got it. That they're going to infiltrate Condock, and, and well, it'll be that it's Black Adam. Well, that's
1: what's weird, is that now, I mean, if people don't know, um, Seven Bucks is Rock's production company, and Danny Garcia, his former wife, is a producer on this movie. So you're like, Rock's hand is already in here, so what are we doing? Like, is he now... Sp- kind of shaping this part, like the Shazam Black Adam side of the DCEU, or is there a DCEU? All of this is wild.
0: Yeah, no, no one knows anything. We're never going to get that
1: Flash movie. Cyborg is dead. Cyborg's dead. (laughs) Batman's in rehab. I am, however, excited about some of the... I I like the one-off stuff. Like, I, I get that if you can't do the interconnecting world, fine. I... I still don't quite want to know all there is to know about the Joker, but that trailer looks great. That trailer looks great. trailer looks great. It looks, looks very good. It does. I'm all in for Matt Reeves.
0: King of Comedy Scorsese Joker movie. Yeah.
1: I was like, you give me Raging Bull or Taxi Driver with this Joker? Fine. I'll all do in. It. I'll do it. I'm interested in Matt, uh, Matt Reeves' Batman. Like, all of these things that are coming down the pike, I'm like, yeah, I... I'm down. I'm down for this.
0: I'll keep going. I like these DC characters yeah, a lot. I, I will watch your Flash movie when you yeah. get it out the door. I'll go see another
1: <laughs> Green Lantern movie oh, because I, I oh I will be there day one because that's my favorite character. <laughs> we just
0: keep. I don't know. We don't keep doing these missteps. They are getting better in my
1: opinion. I say that's the thing that I walked out of this. I was like, I don't think. I mean, I've said this before dceu does not have one film that i consider to be great i think wonder woman comes the closest but that third act is an issue love wonder woman <laughs> that third act i the first two acts of that movie are some of the greatest things they've ever done that third act becomes a problem for me but that's the only one that i say that gets close but i don't think they really knock anything out of the park they have a but they've lately been doing a lot of like all right these are really good aquaman's really good like it's better than what we were doing. We're starting to now head back in a correct direction, and as long as they keep doing that, eventually they will get there. They're not as long as they're not putting out any more dogs like Batman vs Superman or Suicide Squad. Then I think we're headed in the right direction, and I'm kind of on board for that.
0: I just wonder if we'll get to a point where they've tried this so much that when the good ones come out, we don't care. Yeah. Like I mean, at what point are we just like, oh well, you got there? Because <laughs> it's it took we're what, celebrating times. the eightieth anniversary of Batman this year? Yeah, yeah,
1: putting back on screen and stuff. Yeah.
0: So many good movies for him, and we'll always be excited to see them. But how many times does DC have to like
1: trip and fall before they're that. like,
0: It's Batman? You're and we're enough. just like
1: great. Yeah. If you were to rank your DCEU era films.
0: I probably go Wonder Woman, Aquaman. Shazam, Justice League, Man of Steel,
1: Suicide Squad, BVS. We're close. Uh, I, I, mine is Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, Man of Steel, uh, Justice League, and then those other things. <laughs> Suicide Squad, and Batman. The rest. Yeah, those are just pure manure. Um, yeah, I don't like them very much. Yeah, but what's, and, like, and I was thinking on the way over here, Outside of Wonder Woman, no, if I'd never see any of, the, of these films ever again, I'd be perfectly fine. So Which is very weird interesting. to Marvel because I'll watch those over and over again. Well, that's even interesting Thor, when you trash. sat down before this and you're like, I really liked it. I did. But I, but I even said I still wouldn't watch it again. Like Aquaman, I thought was cool. I have no desire to watch that movie again. That's true. And it doesn't mean it's a bad movie. It's just like for me, for me to watch something over and over again, it has to have like some type of heart or has to do something for me. None of these outside of Wonder Woman do that for me. There are aspects of Shazam that do it, but it's a little murky.
0: Yeah. I We were just so close because I do think there's a reason to tell this type of superhero story in the middle of this genre to our idea of relevance and why do it. I think the time is right. The same way when we did Deadpool, it was like we have to challenge this genre. We have to keep challenging it and now to kind of go the other way. Mm -hmm. And you know, these are kids' movies. Kids watch them. They aren't just for kids, but they're children movies to kind of embark in a, what it would be like if you had the power. And to not really show any, even Big has like larger themes and ideas. There is a lot of like Child at Heart, we're going to give the crusty old man his hot dog wiener car at the end. It's going to warm his heart. This movie doesn't really have any of that. No. It doesn't really have, you don't really walk away with any like morals or themes or ideas. And yeah. it, it almost really does just play for the comedy. And I think that's such a missed opportunity for the audience. It's for, so yeah. kind of walk away from a, a thing like Shazam that is about the strength of your family and choosing your family and growing up too fast and power and responsibility, which is like Spider-Man's bag, but
1: <laughs> everyone kind of has to Everyone's learn it kind of using it now. Yeah.
0: But, I mean, even the Shazam intro was very much uh, the very first Amazing Spider-Man run. Mm-hmm. This was very much Amazing Fantasy where he is getting these powers and he's going to go on talk shows and reality TV and make a lot of money and get cars and get girls. And he's going to be cool. Yeah. Then his uncle gets shot. Right. So there's and some he,
1: type of heart or like, yeah. Yeah.
0: And that, n- that never really happens. The closest you get is Freddy just calls him a bully but these
1: bullies yeah. are so extreme that to compare Shazam was, that, to them it, doesn't work. It was mind-boggling to me. When he said that, I'm like, wait, you have bullies. They beat you. They, He's done nothing to you yeah. that will be consequence He's been of kind bully. of rude to you.
0: They hit you with a car. <laughs> like, the comparison here, which again, works really well in the book. When Shazam, when Billy kind of runs away it comes up, the family supports him, and that's where the turn happens. Right. It's when he goes back alone to the zoo to talk to the tiger, and they're like, he's he basically has come to the conclusion, his arc there is, I'm never gonna be Billy again, I'm just gonna be Shazam. Yeah. I'm an adult and I can be on my own and I got what I want, which is never something they do in this movie. Right. There's never this like, I wanna be an adult so I can have my own place. And then he gets to do that. <laughs> yeah. And in the book, he has to change back into Billy to get away from Black Adam and goes, I'm not doing it again mm-hmm. because he's going to come after you guys. He's going to do this. He's going to do this. And they're the ones who are like, yeah, man, but look at all the horrible
1: things he's doing. There's a lot of crap happening right Yeah, now. you kind of have to step up. Right. And that's not really in this movie either. Like, No, because he keeps turning back, and the only real reason that he – goes because he's he's perfectly fine not being Shazam again. The only reason he does it is that he's going to save a family that he doesn't really care that much about. Right, and it's weird.
0: You could have you this like through line of bullies doesn't come out in that. There is no, we don't even do anything with like the idea of sin. No, that also just really irked me because I like the seven deadly sins as a narrative driving device. Yeah, and as an idea and a theme and a concept, and we just didn't do anything with it or even in the comics they're just living in the world and have forgotten that they are sin right and have to be woken up which is awesome yeah and in this movie they're just rocks <laughs> that that mind that yeah are one hive mind that are mirror mirror and like again like it, mirror it's that weird thing of like but everybody has sin, so is it really would it just be worse if they got out Yeah, because then you really could have done something where, like, the dad gets greedier and that kills him. Correct. You could have really been like, "Oh, well, see, now I can bring out the." You only saw the worst in me, and now I will bring out the worst in you. Right. No, these are all just big punch, 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 punch. Why you and not me? And that question is never answered. Ever.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I think we're going to get more heart from the grown-up little person story. From, from little we, we absolutely know. are because this is a movie that went
0: look it's like big because the kid becomes an adult right which would be like if I made a movie in space and said <laughs> it was like Star Wars <laughs> like you just completely missed the point of yeah of everything and that's very frustrating and I think that's our show yeah <laughs> alright guys you can leave us a review on iTunes by clicking the stars that correlate to how well we did uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Hollywood ADI. We're on Facebook at com slash group slash Hollywood Already Did It and Instagram at Hollywood Already Did It. I'm at, as always, Blake, and Terrence is at Terrence Tatum. And that's that.